Hello and welcome back to BanayaCast. I'm your host, Marshall, and this is episode 3. You know, it's an interesting thing. I sat down to uh, record this show a couple of times yesterday, and every time I kept uh, misspeaking or something came up or somebody came or the phone rang while I was recording and it didn't work out. But I think today I've got a good perspective because... It's been over 24 hours since I tried to record this show previously, and uh, a lot has happened in the past 24 hours. And, uh, you know, I couldn't have, if you asked me, hey, could you have predicted this before, I would have said, no, there's no way I could have predicted this at all. Uh, But it does go to speak about what I was trying to record about previously, and what I want to talk about in this episode. And that is, uh, doors opening and doors closing. And I would say thoughts about God's will, but that's what I did in the last episode. And I don't really want to do that. So in this episode, I want to talk about specifically when God opens or closes a door. Um, about 10 days ago now, I guess it was. Uh, We had an experience where um, foster child number one, who has left our house, um, we went up to up north for his birthday party. His family invited us up for his birthday party and uh, he was supposed to come back to spend a week with us. Well, as would-be purpose. Um, plans change. Um, the His birthday party did not work out as scheduled, and uh, we were given the choice, hey, hey, you could either have, you can either take him with, with you, or, you know, the family wanted to have the birthday party that they envisioned for him the next day. And uh, so we said, no, we'll, we'll let you have him. He can have his birthday party, and then we'll just pick him up later. Well, uh, then we went to tell him goodbye, and uh, we said, hey, we'll see you in a couple days, buddy, with every intention of going up and picking him up. And so the very next day, uh, we're in church, and we get a, and my wife gets a text from his family, and they're like, yeah, he, he, uh, he cried after you guys left, and I think we need to slow things down, and so my wife took it extremely hard, and, uh, so did I, you know, when, when this happens, you have a tendency to want to, you know, argue with the other person, and strike back immediately, and because you feel justified in your, in what you did. And uh, for, for our part, we didn't do anything wrong. We, in fact, we went out of our way to to show to show up, and we basically did everything for this birthday party. Um, and it rained, and it, you know, it just didn't happen. 
And so we've gone, you know, it's been 10 days. I don't think, I don't know that my wife has made contact with the family at all. Yeah, but we have no, you know, we're just, we just feel like, okay, this is God closing the door for right now. Or at least I do. And, uh, you know, he, he gave us the op- he gave us the option to, to, to sort of kick the door open. You know, with uh, the family giving us the choice of taking him with us, and uh, you know, it probably w- it probably would have worked out fine. But we just said, hey, you know, you guys have planned this birthday party out. We understand how ho- how much you want him to have this experience. We want him to have this experience. We would have loved to have been part of this experience, but. We just can't. And so we, you know, we, we made a choice. And, uh, you know, obviously we do have some regrets, but um, it worked out, you know. It's going to work out. And, you know, because we know that it's just not the, it's just not the right timing right now. And so moving down the line, this past Sunday we went to a church where... Um, the preacher preached on this exact subject of doors and he was talking about Acts 16 in verse 6 of Acts 16 he's talking about Paul and Timothy going on one of their mission trips and they go to this region of Philagia and Galatia and it says the Holy Spirit um, directed them that way because he had closed off Asia you know, sometimes we do we we do stuff, and we're like, yeah, I really want to do that, but the door's closed. And uh, the speaker was saying he hates the the saying that when God closes a door, He opens a window. Because and and a lot of times we 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 want to think that, but God really doesn't open a window. He he closes the door, and so with this little boy, he's closed that door. Now, it might be for a while, it might be forever, but there's a reason that God closed that door, and he didn't open a window. Uh, and so and so this week, we are, you know, the speaker was also talking about, you know, there's some stuff that God wants to change about you, because he was talking about Paul and about how in Acts chapter Eight or nine, I believe, is when Saul has this conversion, and he be, and he's transformed, um, not literally, but he has a religious conversion, and he becomes the apostle Paul. And he was saying that you know there's some there's some of you in this in this congregation that I'm talking to to you, and God's trying to change who you are, and He's trying to to make you. He's not trying to make you into a different person. He's trying to make you into a better person. And, um, you know, it was weird because I had been confronted with that very thing the night before. Uh, probably 10, 10 or 11 hours I had prayed and I had realized that, that Saturday I had sort of self-indulged myself. And I was like, God, I know this isn't what you want. I know this is not what you want. And so I know that I need to change, and I, but I need your help. 
And it was just so sort of surreal, you know, going to that church and listening to the speaker preach and hearing him say this. And he's like, you know, God's going to open doors. You just have to be willing to walk through them. And so today, as it would happen, we were presented with another opportunity for another child. And um, it's weird because... I was leaning no, and we had a couple hours to make this decision, and, uh, you know, it's just, as me and my wife continued to talk, um, we just, we just felt led, led like, we don't need to live in fear of this, because, you know, a lot of people, because one of the things that, um, that the speaker on Sunday was quoting was he was quoting Dietrich Bonhoeffer about how Christians live in fear of sin, and that fear prevents them to look for living full, abundant lives. I'm sorry I don't have the quote right in front of me. And so, you know, look it up for yourself. But it's like, he was say, he was basically saying that Bonhoeffer had said, you don't need to live in, 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 in fear of sin. You don't need to let that fear keep you from being who God has called you to be. And also, we know that that God doesn't give us the spirit of fear. He gives us the spirit of boldness and of faith and of strength. So what me and wife, my wife ended up sending, uh, doing today is we, we said yes to this little, little baby boy. Um, and for the purpose of this show, I'm going to call him Duke. Um, so Duke's here. And so we've got, so right now we've got Duke and Olive and, uh, this weekend we're gonna we're gonna visit and get to know two other children um, who um, we're thinking about taking on additionally. So right now we have Olive, who's almost eight months, but was born really premature, so she's basically uh, four or five months uh, realistically. And then we have Duke, who is. Not even three months, and we're looking at taking um, another little girl who's almost three months, and or, or not three months, sorry, three years old, and a little boy who's uh, almost 15 months. So he's just over a year. So, um, and we're not scared. I mean, I mean, as I sit here right now, I'm a little trepidatious. I'm a little. Trepidatious isn't a word, but I'm a little, you know, off kilter. But I think, but I think that's just because of the newness of what we're going through. And, uh, but I think it's going to be good, you know. Uh, I don't think that's going to be a big deal. I think after we get our system down, after we get a routine down, after the kids get in here, because the, the, you know, the older two won't come for another couple weeks, I'm sure. And I think we'll have time to iron out our schedule with um, Olive and Duke. And uh, going forward, I just think I just think that it's really exciting. I don't, I don't know that four is our limit, um, but it probably will be for now. And we'll see what it comes to in the future. Um, but I just want to encourage you: if if God is putting up a is closing a door, there is no window. God closed that door for a reason, but 
you need to keep in mind that that door may not stay closed forever. It's just closed for now. And maybe God's trying to say, hey, you know, I've got, you need to wait. And because I've got something better for you. I've got something different for you. And it's not a window that's opening. It's another door. Or, and sometimes like for us, it's two doors at once. Or, where it should say, you know, you see this door in the future and God says, hey, there's this, there's this door that, that has appeared suddenly right in front of you. And you're like, well, well, God, I was looking for that door. I was waiting on that door. God's saying, no, I have this door right here, right now. You can either choose to walk through it or you cannot. And uh, um, if God is putting that door in your path, even though it's even if it's not the door you were expecting, um, have enough faith to still walk through that door. And then have enough faith... To walk through the other door. Because. God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. Fear. Is a liar. And it comes from the enemy. So if you have fear. If you have doubt. That's not of God. And you need to have enough faith. Because. because going back to the story of Paul. Asia didn't st- stay closed forever. Asia was closed for Paul and Timothy. But it hasn't been closed forever. And in a lot, you know, God might close doors and they might stay closed. But, but they also might not. And you just have, need to have enough faith. To say, God, you are bigger than me. Your will is more important than whatever I think. And I'm going to trust you no matter what. And that's part of what I feel is really lacking in this country. Is having enough faith in God to say, whatever you want, more than what I want. Because there's a reason God's closing the door. And there's a reason that God is opening other doors. And you don't need to kick the door that's closed down, even though you want it so much. Because God is more than just a slightly smarter version of us. God created all of us. He created everything in the universe. He created the tablet that I'm looking at. He created the phone that I'm speaking into. He created everything in this world, everything in the galaxy, everything in the universe, and you need to trust him and not rely on yourself. Because God is the author and perfecter of our faith. And so I just want to encourage you to keep to keep that in mind. There's a reason God closed the door. There's a reason God opens other doors. And you just need to have enough faith to walk through the door anyway guys that's all i got i appreciate the time thanks for listening um if you like what i'm doing leave me a positive review i know i'm not the greatest speaker in the world this is new to me and i just appreciate your patience as i 
continue to just talk about what God leads me to talk about. That's honestly all I'm doing. And I just thank you for your time. I thank you for listening. Uh, Until next time, I'll see you later. Bye.